You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. We are bookending this month with another episode celebrating Black History Month at Purdue. And it is my privilege to welcome into the podcast the Associate Athletics Director for Student Athlete Development, Peyton Stovall. Peyton, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, thanks, Adam. I appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, I'm glad to have you on. I've been wanting to get you on for the last couple of years since you came uh, to Purdue, and I'm glad we're able to do this today, especially in this capacity of talking Black history uh, at Purdue. And we're going to get into that, uh, the meat of that here in a few minutes. But I want to get also just get the opportunity for people to get to know you and kind of talk about you a little bit as well on this episode. So first of all, just kind of give a, a brief introduction of who you are and your role at Purdue. Yeah, so uh, again, Peyton Stovall. Um, Lafayette native, uh, grew up at Lafayette, uh, went to Lafayette Jeff High School, played college basketball at Ball State University. Um, there earned my master's, uh, worked at the NCAA for a little bit. Um, and then I got into high school athletics. I was a high school athletic director uh, for about 10 years uh, before now coming on to uh, this position as associate, as an assistant athletic director uh, for student athlete development, and then was promoted to the associate AD uh, for student athlete development. Um, and what my role is here is to make sure that our student athletes are prepared for life after sports. So essentially uh, what our jobs are to do is help them maximize their potential outside of athletics, um, make them the best person that they possibly can be um, and assist in that regard. Um, so we'll help prepare for uh, you know, when it comes to leadership, we do community service, uh, we'll do professional career development, um, and then uh, we, we want our student athletes to, to really find out and know who they are. Um, and so a lot of that personal growth are things that uh, we try to, to, to help our student athletes with when it comes to student athlete development, it's essentially holistic growth. For, for, for our student athletes. So um, those are those are our goals. And we hope that when they leave here, they got a degree in one hand, opportunity in the other, um, and, and we help them con connect those dots with our strong um, and loyal alumni base uh, that can help them and, and uh, help them have long-term success um, as a Purdue Boilermaker. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a title I didn't even know existed until I saw when you were brought on as the assistant. Uh, uh, athletic director for student athlete development a few years ago. And it's just really cool to learn about that role and all these other things that are going on behind the scenes, especially for the student athletes, because there's so much more than just practicing games. Again, yeah, getting them prepared for life after school. So first of all, thank you for doing that and, uh, and, and sharing uh, what you do with our listeners. That's really awesome. Yeah, you got it. I also want to add to, uh, you know, congratulations on that recent promotion. You just, I know, moved into your new role uh, last month. And also wanted to uh, congratulate you on the Dreamer Award that you were uh, presented, uh, I think, a few weeks ago or so uh, by Empower. Uh, talk about that and what that means to you. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Dreamer Award is a, an award that uh, is provided from Purdue uh, University, um, and it goes to recipients um, that have uh, shown um, and have really tried to move the needle when it comes to diversity and inclusion uh, on campus. Um, and so that uh, that award, I was very um, privileged to get that award, uh, and so I was I was very excited about that. And uh, you know, really for me, that was a, a team award. Um, you know, our student athletes, a collaboration between our student athletes, uh, our our administration, our coaches, um, everybody that was involved in helping us uh, continue to move the needle. Um, and, and and when I say move the needle, I mean 
know, when it comes to education, uh, when it comes to uh, participation and, and things like that, when we talk about knowing um, what your civic duties are uh, to, you know, to vote um, uh, and, and things like that. So knowing your government um, and how it operates uh, and then just being an, an individual that's inclusive and creating those inclusive environments, um, improving our footprint here at Purdue Athletic, uh, Purdue University, here in West Lafayette, impacting your community uh, and, and, and being someone that, uh, that our youth can look up to, being those servant leaders uh, that, uh, that we can be proud of um, and then make an impact in the community that you end up residing in uh, after you graduate. So uh, that that award is a team award for us. Um, although my name is on that plaque, uh, I contribute our, the success to that to, to all of our student athletes, um, our, our, our department, uh, and it's just a collaboration across campus too. So uh, that this is something um, the Dream Award that all of us have a, a, a opportunity to, uh, uh, to engage in. Um, and, and find a way, a path uh, to making our environments um, um, better for everyone. That's awesome, man. That's so great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Well said. And uh, again, congratulations on that for you and your team, as you as you put it. I want to go back real quick before we jump in the, uh, the meat of this episode here. Uh, you, you mentioned growing up in Lafayette and then going to Ball State. Did you grow up a Purdue fan or was that? Oh, not man, <laughs> I'm, I'm Purdue through and through, man. It's uh, I, I wanted to, to play basketball here, just wasn't quite good enough. Right. So uh, I had to go where um, uh, where the scholarship was that money was at. My mom, my parents were like, uh, yeah, you can walk on at Purdue <laughs> um, or you can go on full scholarship to Ball State and, and play. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, the decision, although it was tough for me, um, I'm glad I did. I, I had a, a, a decent career there at uh, Ball State. Um, and uh, essentially, I was able to get back here at some point um, to, to make an impact uh, on the Boilermakers. So, um, yeah, I, although I, I, I grew up, I'm talking about crying back in 92, 91, 92, when, uh, when Big Dog was leaving and, um, uh, you know, got to watch Carolyn Peck and that team uh, win a national title. Like, all of those memories were so strong, and I still remember those like they were yesterday uh, growing up. So uh, you know, my brother, he ran track here. I got to watch him win some Big Ten championships individually and as a team um, on four by one, four by four. Uh, you know, so uh, deep roots. My parents went to Purdue. So, um, you know, I love I love the, the golden black and, uh, you know, but uh, I did. I ended up playing basketball for football. They actually got to come back and play uh, versus Purdue. Um, Let's see, my senior year at Ball State. So that was an experience for me that, uh, again, never forget being in Mackey um, and going against the paint crew, just them just chewing my tail. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. You know, no no place more difficult to play in. I can say that from experience. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, there's there's moments like that I'll never forget as, as a, an opponent, but also now as, as an employee. That's awesome, man. I love that. That's so cool. Well, welcome home. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to probably age myself here more than you, of course. although it's funny when I was looking at your bio, we're only a few years, I'm only a few years older than you, but I remember as an intern at WLFI in 2002, covering you as a, a stud athlete at Lafayette, Jeff, go Broncos. And then uh, a couple of years later, when I got hired full-time there, uh, covering you as a, you know, following your career at Ball State. So it's been, been fun it's been and good. it's great to see you back uh, wearing the black and gold. Yeah, you, you just put uh, ages on us, so um, they'll be able to calculate those pretty quick. 
Oh man, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump into this. Of course, you know, it's still a, a, a Black History Month here uh, and a, a lot of events, a lot of things going on up at Purdue. We'll get into a couple of some of those events here in just a second. First of all, before we jump into that, uh, what does Black History Month mean to you? Yeah, it, you know, I think it means a lot of things uh, to me individually. Just uh, one is a, a, being a Black male, um, uh, you know, in Lafayette, West Lafayette. Uh, you know, growing up a, a young black male, like the, this, the, this month means a lot to me, you know, so being able to uh, understand and see, uh, you know, what paths could be available to me, um, you know, growing up, I didn't always see a black athletic director or, um, you know, a black president. Uh, so seeing representation, it, you know, it matters. Um, so that way people can see, if you can see it, you can believe it um, uh, and, and believe, hey, this is something maybe I could do. Uh, and so that's why representation is so important um, uh, to, to see people in those, those positions such as that. Uh, and so Black History Month for me, um, really important, just so, uh, you know, obviously there's history uh, behind it, uh, but, you know, inclusivity. And, you know, that's what we, I think we all desire um, is to be included in some form or fashion, um, uh, to, to, to learn the stories uh, of folks that uh, may have had, uh, you know, their, their past or history, um, you know, somewhat closed off to our history books. Um, so telling those stories um, and, and, and working together to make sure that uh, uh, you know, Black History Month um, is something that we can be proud of and, and not be uh, uh, separated in that fashion. So um, when I think about Black History Month, uh, you know, I think about people that uh, have inspired me. You know, obviously MLK is one, um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think about, uh, you know, Black excellence when it comes to my parents, um, you know, my brothers, my sister. Uh, those are folks that I look at and say, hey, uh, you know, either you blaze the path for us um, or, uh, you know, you're, you're in the works of blazing a path. Um, and so I, in that regard, too, I, I also think to myself, you know, I, I am Black history. Um, and, you know, I hope that the people that are uh, younger people behind me are, are seeing some of the things I'm trying to accomplish um, as a Black man, which is in a predominantly, um, you know, white institution and uh, predominantly white uh, um, industry um, that, hey, if you if if you can um, you know do everything that you need to do to get things accomplished, you can you can you can get a lot of things done. Um, but you, you got to work across the aisle and things like that. So uh, and work together. And I think that's what Black History Month for me ultimately means. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Kudos to you. And and yes, you talk about representation and opportunity, and you talk about you know a, a black uh, athletic director and and having that for some of the student athletes that are currently at Purdue or students in general, just to to see, hey, there is a path there and opportunity and representation and inspiration for other uh, students there at Purdue to say, hey, I can do this too. And somebody like Peyton Stovall has already, you know, paved the way for me to give me opportunities like that. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Kudos to you again uh, for your role there and, and the inspiration you are having on uh, the, the current students and student athletes at Purdue. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the events going on at Purdue. Well, I know that you've had a lot of stuff going on this month. Uh, the efforts to celebrate, honor, and educate. Um, and a lot of those events are being put on by Empower, and I've been following them on Twitter, uh, just kind of watching a lot of these things going on. Before we jump into those events specifically, kind of explain to us what Empower is. Yeah, Empower is, we rebranded. So it was 
Um, it, it is student athlete development, uh, but Empower is covers all those things. So we want to uh, provide our, a voice for our student athletes, um, you know, through education. I'm entrusting them with the, the resources that we help and provide for them. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously with the NIL space now um, growing uh, quickly and evolving every day, every hour, uh, you know, the, the, the entrepreneurship, um, that mindset. Uh, and so all of that uh, collectively, we've said, uh, if we're going to educate and trust our student athletes and um, you know, have that niche for entrepreneurship, uh, you know, essentially it comes down to, we want to empower them uh, to be their best version of themselves. So um, empower is the name of student athlete development. Um, we've got a team of uh, currently four, uh, myself, uh, Paul Leaf, who was assistant director for student athlete development, uh, Lorinda Holston, who is uh, our associate for student athlete development and Candace Britton, uh, assistant director for student services, student athlete services. So um, that team of ours uh, under Empower, uh, you know, we we are um, uh, also diving into that NIL space uh, and that uh, has really created another lane for us um, to, uh, you know, find success. So uh, that uh, it's it's been an interesting several, let's see what we call it, 120, 150 days uh, how NIL has kind of changed student athlete development. Yeah, I, that certainly has, and I'm sure it's kept you a lot busier <laughs> than you thought you would have a year ago. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, some of these events have been really cool. Uh, obviously, I didn't get to attend any of them, but I just looked really awesome, and I hope uh, were great opportunities for uh, students of all backgrounds on campus. They had uh, a being black and a student athlete uh, conversation night, uh, movie night, and then I think just uh, a couple nights ago, a, a game night. Talk about some of those events and just the importance yeah. of having those. Yeah, so we want to create these spaces for, uh, you know, specifically for Black History Month for our Black student athletes, student athletes of color, uh, for them to um, to gather uh, and share uh, stories, similar stories, um, to share their thoughts and, uh, you know, be uh, authentic in these spaces um, that are safe uh, for them to share those things. Uh, we also invite our, our allies to those, uh, to be part of these spaces, um, to know they have support, our Black student athletes have support. Um, you know, uh, I, don't quote me on these numbers, but, um, you know, of all the student athletes or students we have at Purdue, uh, you know, we're in that 40 plus uh, thousand. Um, there is a small percentage of that that are actually black students. Um, and it's around that, I, I believe it's that one to 2000 range. Um, so, uh, you know, having a place for, uh, you know, our, our black student athletes in specific uh, to, uh, to share their thoughts and, and discuss some of the backgrounds, um, some of those uh, backpacks, those that we call them invisible backpacks that they carry around of experiences, unique experiences, we want them to be able to share those things in safe space. Um, so we created these local, these these uh, events through uh, um, you know around Black History Month, uh, um, uh, and one you know obviously being we wanted to hear we invited people to to listen um, about uh, you know what it feels like to to be a Black student athlete uh, and, and some of the challenges you do have, um, and we invited uh, our, our allies to be part of that uh, and just hear from a panel of student athletes uh, some of the challenges um, you know the expectations um, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes being uh, uh, 
put into the box of being just as an athlete um, and, and how sometimes that can feel. Um, and, and then social media, the pressures of those, uh, which are, you know, happen for all our student athletes, but to hear perspectives from different angles um, is, is what we, we, we thrive to do. So, um, you know, and, and so around Black History Month, that's what we, we created on uh, for that event. You know, we wanted to also create uh, um, some, um, uh, some uh, exposure for, uh, you know, the game nights, things like that, uh, that took place. So that way we can just get all in a room and just enjoy each other, uh, just talk, laugh, um, and, and, uh, and see that we all uh, have similar experiences, um, although they are, they may be different. We have a lot of things that we have in common um, and just have those communications um, and bridge gaps. Uh, and I think that's what our, our, uh, our duty is as administrators and um, staff members is to bridge the gap as much as possible. Uh, and, and we did that through collaboration and, and communication um, and then just empathetic listening, you know, just listen, uh, just hear, th hear people out um, and not, don't be quick to judge. Uh, and, and tell people how they should be feeling. Um, I think that's what we try to create in those spaces for student-athlete development uh, and our student-athletes in Black History Month. That's awesome, man. Such, such great opportunities there. And another cool thing I've seen this month uh, through uh, empowering through uh, the uh, Purdue Athletics office there is this video series, this Black History Month discussion series. I think they just released yeah. episode four yesterday. Yeah. Um, just really cool getting to watch these. And uh, tell me, just... Tell our audience about those and the purpose of those. Yeah, so we, we, we decided that, uh, you know, usually during Black History Month, you hear from an individual of, of color. Uh, we wanted to, to invite our allies uh, to that space and have them talk about how it's important to them too. Uh, and, and, and hear uh, some of those important uh, aspects of what they, um, you know, are still learning. Uh, and, you know, this is the thing too. Uh, you know, all, all black people don't have all the answers either. <laughs> you know, uh, contrary to belief, we, we don't have all the answers either, uh, but we're working through those things together. And those are things that we were all, uh, you know, trying to figure out the answers to, and we can do that together and, and move the needle together. Um, and so we wanted to invite, uh, you know, uh, uh, our, our white brothers and sisters, um, uh, colleagues uh, to the table to just talk about Black History Month things that they have seen, challenges they have seen, um, things that they love to see improved, um, things that they, they, they feel like uh, they can do better or, or uh, things that they'd like to see, uh, you know, even um, you know, as black individuals uh, to have, um, hey, you know, I, to, to be honest with them and be authentic, to say, hey, you know, sometimes I don't, as a white individual, I don't know what to say um, and, and, uh, or what to do uh, and, and have those real authentic conversations. Um, so that way we're communicating. Uh, communication is, is, is key in these situations. So um, to have those authentic conversations uh, and, and to sit across and, and be real. Um, I think that's what we wanted. Um, we invited several coaches, administrators, um, some community folks uh, to, just, to just talk. Um, and and we, we, we felt like it uh, um, really resonated with some folks. And um, uh, we hope that uh, uh, people take that as an opportunity for us to just continue conversation um, and bring more love than anything else to, to the table. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I just really thought that was a really cool concept you guys did that share with that too. Just like you said, it opens those conversations and might make some things uncomfortable, but it also like allows people to skip things out. And uh, again, just... To say things they're working through on both sides of the aisle there and just uh 
it was awesome to just get to hear some of those perspectives and people working through things and their experiences growing up. Like myself, I grew up in pretty much mostly all white school and stuff like that. So, you know, your experiences are different. And then what you've learned from that and then as you've grown up and just the, the maturity or growth you've had in, in, in the process. And I think it was Dr. Day had talked a lot about too, just about listening and, and, mm. and especially as, as white folk, we, we get, we need to do a lot more listening and a lot less talking. And so, so this, this was really cool. I love the, the way you guys yeah. do this. I don't know if it's a thing you're going to continue past this month or do again next year, but. Yeah, uh, it, it was great. You know, just, just understanding and you find out, um, uh, you know, as an individual uh, myself, you know, you, you hear, some of the stories from, uh, you know, from, from our, our, our colleagues, uh, to, Hey, these are challenges that I've had, or, or, you know, I've run into, um, and gosh, the, just the open lines of communication is what we, what we desire. Um, and, uh, as a whole, anybody does. Um, and then like, you know, I think, uh, you know, I wrote this quote out there, but, um, most people just desire to be heard, you know, um, and, and to, to be heard, to talk it out, uh, that's what we have to continue to do. And that'll help grow together um, as we know each other's different backgrounds and, and respect those. That's awesome. And I was encouraging to hear, uh, I think it was Ellie Bloom and maybe a couple others that talked about just you guys having those conversations in the office too, not just when you were yeah. recording, but those conversations are happening behind the scenes too. And that's that's yeah. awesome again for just continued uh, growth in this uh, in the area of black history and, and uh, racial reconciliation. All these uh, topics are you know in front of mind right now that just, these conversations need to happen and, and it's great that these are happening behind the scenes as well. So that was really awesome. I loved it. Enjoyed watching that video uh, series. And as while I'm thinking about it, um, uh, I know that you can find it on YouTube on uh, uh, Purdue athletics. I will also provide links for that. If anybody's watching this interview right now, you just scroll down to the link section and um, I'll provide links to that. So people can watch those because they go so much more in depth than what Peyton and I've just talked about. And then um, also, like I said, it's on the Purdue athletics thing, but, uh, if you're also listening to this episode, I'd encourage you to jump over to our website or again, Purdue Athletics YouTube, just to watch those. Four, uh, there's four episodes out now, just to watch those in depth. Uh, it's really great stuff out there. Uh, Peyton, as we continue this conversation, uh, those events that we talked about already in this video series, all these important things, and I'm sure there's probably more that's going on too that I'm not aware of up at Purdue this month. Just talk about the importance of these efforts, these events, uh, just making sure uh, this goes also just beyond February. You know, I always said that I think it's a shame that uh, Black History Month is, first of all, been given to the shortest month of the year, but also just one month. It, it shouldn't be just one month. Uh, this should be something that's, you know, celebrated throughout uh, the year because it's part of our history and uh, it's American history. And yep. so these things are, need to go beyond this month. So talk about these efforts too and the importance to you uh, yep. that these events, these conversations, the education, the celebration goes beyond just February. Yeah, you know, um you know, you're exactly right. You know, it's, it's, we do do a, a lot of things and events around uh, Black History Month and we're having this month when it comes to this. Uh, uh, but, you know, we do, a, we try to do a great job of celebrating um, every culture, uh, you know, throughout the entire year. Um, uh, and, and uh, you know, not just Black History Month, but, you know, every culture we try to, to, to lift, um, uh, you know, if, if they've been traditionally uh, underrepresented, um, and so we try to we try to lift those those cultures as best as possible um, to let those folks know that yes hey uh, you know although history um, may not have been the kind kindest to you uh, moving forward this is what we see and we see we see excellence out of you uh, we we want you to to rise uh, people support you um, and I think that's what 
Uh, we, we want to continue to see uh, it's not about, uh, you know, one um, culture is better than the other. And we're only going to, uh, you know, uh, celebrate one. Why are we only doing Black History Month? Um, you know, that that right there is is holding us back from where we want to go as a as a university, a, a athletic department. Um, uh, you know, those are conversations we shouldn't be having. The conversation we should be having is how can we help each other, right? Uh, are we we're celebrating Black History Month? Wonderful. Let's 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 talk about some of the great things that have happened. Um, so that that way, the people that that feel, um, you know, there's a lot of people that feel that uh, uh, you know their their history has been suppressed. Um, how do we make those people and help those people um, list after listening to them, um, help them uh, feel as though uh, that that uh, that may have been the, the way they felt in the past, but we're going to help you get through those things together. Um, and uh, I think that's what we we hope to get out of celebrating this month. We're also uh, going through the year and celebrating things that uh, that do come up and celebrating individuals um, who are trying to blaze paths. Um, who are working cross-aisles uh, and, and creating these um, environments uh, that are inclusive and, and can be, uh, that everybody can grow in. Um, and I, I think that's what the purpose of celebrating Black History Month, but then also, uh, you know, having our, and, and why we put it out there is because we know Purdue fans, uh, our Purdue family, um, they're gonna help us create these spaces um, that are safe for our student athletes. Uh, and then, um, uh, you know, are going to celebrate uh, some of the events that we have going on. So um, I think that's what, what, you know, obviously we want to celebrate uh, a lot of things, but when we think about the entire year, uh, that's, that's what we want to get at it ultimately. Yeah. That's awesome. And I want to, you started in July of 2019. That was about a year before a lot of the social unrest happened after the George, mm -hmm. unfortunate uh, killing of George Floyd. Talk about just since then and, 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 you know, uh, movements on campus that have happened and, and change. Talk about maybe just growth and changes in education uh, improvements you've seen on just on Purdue's campus in the last uh, two to three years since you've been there. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, we'd be lying if we said uh, that, um, you know, we don't have room to improve, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think some, unfortunately, sometimes uh, some of those uh, tough events that take place, um, those are what sometimes create change. Um, and those are some things that to say, hey, we got to do better. Um, and so uh, we see some of these things that take place on campus or we that take place in our community, um, you know, regionally, nationally, uh, that uh, make us open our eyes and say, okay, uh, there is an issue that is, that is going on um, and we can't hide from it. Uh, so let's have these conversations about it. Uh, and I, I think that's one thing that, you know, we've really tried to work with. Uh, within our department, um, you know, within athletics, you know, leadership from RAD uh, and our administration has said, you know, let's create a process for uh, success. And what does that look like? Um, and I think, you know, we talked about this already, but, uh, you know, we said, here's the things that we need to do. We need to first communicate. Um, uh, sorry, first, we need to listen. Uh, that's the first thing. So let's hear um, and create this path for success that, that starts with listening. Um, so hearing from our student athletes, uh, you know, specifically uh, during that time frame, it was, you know, hearing from our Black student athletes, uh, uh, what they need, some of the things that uh, we can help them with, 
um, uh, to, to close the gap on, on things that are going on, uh, but to just hear from them um, uh, and then see what we can do to help situations and create more resources for them. Um, so listening was huge, right? And then we moved into that phase of um, now that we've listened, we listened, we want to now create some action around that. Uh, so uh, some action and awareness. Um, so we listened, we brought awareness, and then we, and then we acted on that stuff. Um, and I think that's, those are the, the three things we wanted to uh, first do um, within um, my time frame here was listen, uh, you know, bring awareness to the situation um, and then create some action, uh, some actionable items um, that uh, coaches can take, administration can take, our student athletes can take into the locker rooms, um, into their footprints uh, here at Purdue, um, within their classrooms, um, all these places that they live and live and breathe in every single day. Um, and so we, we, we try to provide that for them um, and things that they can do uh, to, to move the needle because um, uh, we can't, we can't change, make change um, by kicking doors in all the time. We've got to find ways uh, to, to create change um, that is going to create allies. Um, and so uh, we did that. We listened, brought awareness. Uh, we, did, we, we talked about bringing action. Uh, to the table, um, and then we, we we wanted to do a lot of communication. I mean, we're going to do a lot more of that as well uh, when it comes to uh, just communicating with with law enforcement, um, bringing some folks in, uh, talking about uh, how the important the relationship is there, uh, you know, and, and and talk from both the ends of the of the spectrum um, about you know as a police officer. Uh, from someone in law enforcement, um, you know, what they're, what they go through in their minds. Cause you know, we're here to hear everybody. We want to hear everybody's perspective. Um, that's how we learn and grow. Um, and then also hear from, from uh, students, student athletes, faculty, staff that, uh, you know, uh, why they may have a fear uh, for law enforcement uh, so that we can bridge the gap. Uh, that's the key there for us. So we're doing a lot of, we want to do a lot of communication and things like that. We're fortunate enough to uh, have, um, you know, uh, police chiefs and, and mayors come in, Senator uh, Altingall as well, just come in and talk about the government um, and how uh, how it kind of works to, to make an impact at, at uh, your local and state um, uh, uh, levels. Um, and then we, uh, you know, finally, we just wanted to, to, to teach process, um, you know, how we can create change, um, uh, you know, and that uh, it's not all about how many times you post on social media. Uh, yes, that's great. Uh, we want to bring awareness, uh, but you know, how do we teach the process of, um, you know, actually changing policy procedure? Uh, you know, having end up having a voice in the room. Um, those things are things that we uh, try to work with our student athletes uh, with the help of our administration from an uh, athletic side. Awesome, I appreciate you sharing that, and it's encouraging to know that there is uh, forward progress being uh, made on campus. And I love to. Uh, um, Elliot Bloom shared in that, I think it was episode one of the discussions video series about how the team, I think it was around after the pandemic started too, uh, just how they use that time to, uh, they all read a book together and then yep. and chapter a week and then discuss, I'm blanking on the name of the book right now. If you remember, you can share it, but um, it was just really cool to hear, you, yep. know, you know, the diverse locker room taking the time to read and then discuss these things and share things, you know, and their experiences. Uh, that was really cool. And I'm sure that's happening in other uh, uh, on other teams and, and other areas as well, but it was really cool hearing. Ellie yeah, share yeah I think I think that's what, you know, we're finding a lot of our student athletes are getting much closer uh, because they're having those conversations. Um, and, and you start to get to know your teammate 
outside of uh, sport. Um, and, and I think that's what, uh, you know, we, we, we're continuously trying to teach our student athletes. Uh, you know, I, obviously Painter and, um, uh, you know, he, he's one of the best in building culture um, around his team. And, uh, you know, for Bloom, uh, Elliot Bloom brought that up uh, about uh, reading the book and, um, you know, just they just want to educate their guys as much as possible. Um, so that way, when they do leave campus, uh, that, uh, you know, they can make impacts on the, you know, our future leaders um, and, and things like that. So I think that's, we, we see that with our teams. Um, and that's what, that's what we have to do as, as adults uh, uh, is teach our young people how to be great leaders um, and to be empathetic leaders as well. So, uh, yeah, I love that. When, when Boom talked about that stuff, uh, um, you know, he's one of the best. I've learned a lot of stuff just from talking to him, right? You know, I don't have all the answers either, uh, but through conversation, um, you know, Boom's helped me a lot uh, to see uh, different perspectives um, to, uh, uh, that, uh, that he shared. Um, that I thought, you know, that's, that's interesting, something maybe I'm even going to look into. So um, that's, what, that's all we ask is, is, uh, uh, is to find ways to get better every day. That's awesome. Well, as we kind of wrap up here, uh, Peyton, I just want to talk one about the most important uh, black leaders in Purdue history, and that's Leroy Keyes, a man who just paid the way so much for uh, black students and, and minorities and, and uh, building up leaders uh, at Purdue and beyond. Uh, let's talk about Leroy Keyes, just his impact on Purdue history uh, specifically, and then jump into this new uh, Leroy Keyes Athletics Leadership Fellowship announcement that just happened recently. Yeah, Leroy Keys. I mean, one of the uh, all-time greats, uh, Purdue greats, you know, leaders, uh, play, uh, student athletes. Um, uh, you know, his his story is unbelievable. Um, I hope we'll, we'll be able to share that. Uh, but the the link, um, you know, to the fellowship, uh, we created this fellowship, the John Purdue Club, um, created this fellowship that uh, is going to help uh, minorities um, in the space of of athletics. Uh, you know, there, there's a small percentage of um, uh, minorities in uh, uh, national athletics, so, you know, in NCAA at all levels, very small percentage, almost 80 to 20. Um, and so this is our hope that, uh, you know, through the Leroy Keys um, Fellowship is that we can help uh, folks who want to get in this, this space of athletics, we can help get them in the door, get a foot in the door, get the experiences, um, uh, because because, uh, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of people say, hey, we can't hire you because you don't have an experience. So we're trying to find a way uh, for, uh, you know, uh, institutions, for companies to say that they not have a reason to, to hire someone of color because they don't have experience. Um, so getting them in here, getting full experience of uh, different areas, departments, um, that's, what, that's what our goal is. That's how we're uh, trying to help move the needle um, uh, for for underrepresented minorities, and um, uh, and I think that's uh, you know what a Leroy Keys uh, is all about, um, and that's uh, bringing people along, um, lifting as you rise, uh, and, and just being someone that uh, um, is a, a great leader. Um, that's what we're trying to create on every basis in our locker rooms um, here in the footprint of, of uh, Purdue Athletics and West Lafayette. We're trying to create great leaders um, and to have that uh, a sense of Leroy Keys, that feel um, that uh, I'm going to go at it 100 percent, go hard um, and represent Purdue in, in the best possible light. So uh, to have this diversity fellowship is going to is huge and uh, we're hoping to continue to build on top of it um, uh, every single year. That's awesome. Well said. And yeah, I love to see the, uh, Leroy Key's name on that and just the impact 
he has had in the past, present, and will have for generations to come uh, for Purdue and uh, Purdue students, Purdue athletes. That's so awesome. And again, uh, we'll have a link to that on our website as well, again, to make that easy for people to just read more up on that and then an opportunity to, uh, for a link to for people to, to donate, to give to this cause and uh, help that uh, fellowship as well grow. Hey, Peyton, as we're wrapping up, anything else that you want to add? Uh, you know, just boiler up, hammer down, hail Purdue. Um, you know, we're uh, uh, in the hunt, you know, for, for several of our sports right now. We had a great fall. Uh, you know, and then we're, we're going to try to close in here on, on winter, a big winter here. And then, uh, you know, our, our spring sports are off to a great start. So uh, as a Boilermaker fan and alums, uh, we should be very proud of these student athletes. They're grinding every single day in the classroom and uh, on the, their respective fields. So uh, let's uh, let's uh, support them um, and uh, uh, let's, let's, let's boil her up. That's right, man. Well said. Yeah, it's a great time to be a Purdue fan. And like you said, too, you know, obviously we want the national championships, but also just really more importantly, it's awesome to see how well uh, Purdue is represented by these student athletes with such class uh, and dignity. It's it's awesome. I, I think Purdue has a lot to be proud of as far as their student athletes and the way they represent Purdue, both on and off the court or playing uh, playing surface so that's that's awesome uh well said and yes boiler up let's go let's let's go win a natty this year and uh, <laughs> and fireless, uh the spring sports that you mentioned are off to a good start as well awesome <laughs> awesome hey Peyton, thank you so much. Yeah. thanks Boy, adam a reminder you can follow the full steam ahead podcast on twitter at full steam pod and you can always listen to like comment subscribe to the podcast on apple Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.